Hey guys, good morning. How's everybody this morning? How was your week? Did you sail through it? Was it a blur? Or did each day mean something to you? Were there high points? Were there lows? Are you reflecting on them? Sister Sleepyhead just rolled out of bed. And when I tell you, it was a bit of a struggle. I'm not kidding. But I woke up with purpose. I woke up excited to talk to you guys this morning. Even if my body didn't want to get out of bed, my spirit was ready to talk. I um, embarked on a new journey last week and man is it making all the difference in the world even in its infant stages something new is happening do you remember last time we talked about body mind soul and spirit and how to take care of all of us what we put in our mouths when we're eating what we put in our eyes or watch our watch with our eyes is better than that What we listen to, what we take in, our minds. Well, I was challenged. I was challenged last week by the Holy Spirit himself. I was challenged to change my way of eating by a drastic three-day fast that led to a new discovery, new energy. I mean, I feel amazing. And then I was led to continue that journey. So I bought a juicer, started juicing. I had a great conversation with Mother Earth herself. My friend Darlene, I nicknamed her that years ago um, just because she was probably one of very few people I knew that ate the way that she did and took care of herself, juiced and believed in all of it. Do you guys of a certain age remember the Back to Eden book? I think it was out in the 70s. I remember my mom had a copy. And the Back to Eden book was talking about returning back to a natural way of eating. And even though I never really read it because I, I was really a kid, I knew that it was something healthy. I knew it was something interesting. I just felt like God was saying, hey, I've got some things already on this earth that I purposely planted purposely put in the ground I purposely have growing on trees I have vegetations and fruits for you I have roots for you there are seeds for you there are things for you so that you don't have to suffer and I'm not talking about ignoring medical science I'm not a proponent of extremes I'm talking about turning your attention back to 
what God himself has given us from the beginning. And I believe in compilations. I believe that, you know, I don't think doctors necessarily don't want us to eat well and healthy. And if you have one that's against it, then, you know, you got the wrong doctor. But I believe in having discussions with your physician or nurse practitioner, or dietitian, or whomever, and just talk about your new discoveries and on your new journeys. That's what I plan to do. Sorry, guys, there's always somebody in the morning that just had to go get that thing first thing in the morning, like <laughs> crack of dawn, go into the store. Um, okay, back to my train of thought. I believe in having those conversations. And so with the, with the, uh, what do you call, teamwork effort between medicine and natural, I think that the journey can begin to be uh, much quicker and much easier. Like I have a new rule. We're not going to prescribe or take any new medicine, doctor, without me trying a holistic approach first. You give me some time and see if that works. And if that doesn't work, we'll talk about the medicine. We'll discuss the side effects. We'll discuss whether or not it is a, let's say, true option or a Band-Aid. And I wish I had done that in the past because I've suffered some serious side effects from uh, medication prescribed in the past, and actually quite recently, that caused uh, really bad stomach problems uh, to be irritated again. And this is what led me to this three-day fast. This is what led me to juicing again. This is what led me to really evaluating what's good what's whole and what's necessary but then on top of that there was another thing during this fast that God wanted me to see you see God is holistic in his approach to us and the other thing he wanted me to see was not only what I had been putting down into my stomach eating but what I've shoved down into my spirit into my soul which was affecting my digestive system and that is where it got interesting I had to release Okay, let me back up. I was listening to a message because when you are in that period of fasting, the Holy Spirit is very, like, very uh, distinguishable. You can hear the Holy Spirit more and you can be led and directed to the right resources at the right time. And at the right moment, I turned on a message by Dr. Anita Phillips, who is a therapist and a minister dynamic combination and she began to talk about health issues 
as it relates to unforgiveness, as it relates to anger. And it was in that moment she called out what I was dealing with and she said, you don't necessarily have that. You may just be angry. And I gasped. Am I angry? What am I angry about? And can you tell me? Can you show me? I mean, there are the normal things that you get annoyed about. There are the things that you, you know, feel like a righteous indignation. Um, racism being at the top of my list, the way this country is. I don't even want to use the word divided. The way this country has just showed itself in these last couple of years. More than that. <laughs> More than a couple of years. But just the way things have played out in, in public in the last couple of years has, has just been just jaw-dropping and teeth-clenching at the same time. And the way that it has come into... No. Be honest, Benita. The way that it has come out of the church was one of the things that I internalized the most. I internalized it to a degree that the pain began to be real. The, the pain began to be real in my body. And that's just one. Then there were personal issues that I've been through. There were things from my past and things from my childhood and rejection and oh man betrayal and gosh I, I can't even it was so much and when the Holy Spirit began to show me and reveal to me I kid you not guys it was in the middle of the night which it was actually like 2.30 in the morning so we say middle of the night but it's actually morning and I came up out of a, a sleep deep sleep into lucid and I saw words I saw I saw words floating out of me it's the best thing I can say and there were negative things that had been planted and stuffed way down. I saw the words. And I began to cry out to God, I don't want this anymore. I don't want this pain anymore. I don't want to hold this anymore. I don't want this anger. I don't want this frustration. I don't want this resentment. That I release it. I don't want to hold on to anything. And as I sat there, watching these things come out of me, I felt helpless. <laughs> you see, there was, there was nothing I could do in that moment but surrender it. And so I surrendered it all. And then I just stayed in that moment 
I didn't get up and read 10 scriptures. I didn't say uh, a prayer for an hour. I didn't march around my house, you know, doing warfare. I, I just laid there. That's what surgery is, right? You are in the hands of the doctor, anesthetized, helpless, and trusting. Trusting that they're doing the right thing. And that's where I was. And I have to tell you, I have to be honest. Sometimes when we've been wronged, we feel justified in holding on to it in some way or another, even when our mouths say, oh, I forgive them, I forgive them, I forgive myself for wronging me, for putting myself in that position, in that situation. Sometimes we say it with our mouths, but we don't really release it. It's a process. It's not a one-time deal. And all of that was get buried, guess where? In the pit of my belly, where I have the most pain, I had the most discomfort. I had the most issues. And then, from the pain in the belly, went the pain in the neck and the pain in the back the pain in my legs sometimes the sides all of that needless to say our all wise God knows how to cure his babies if we just surrender and I got to tell you guys Yay, I'm happy I'm juicing. I'm happy that I'm eating differently. I am thrilled that I went to the park three times in a week and walked that mile plus in my own speed with music in my ears or worship or a message. I am thrilled that I laughed a lot this week and I... My energy lasted for a good long time. I am thrilled that I woke up this morning with new plans and a new purpose or a renewed purpose. But what I am most grateful for, the thing that will change me forever if I let it, is that I laid helpless in the arms of my God and let him heal me from the past and even the present. What have you internalized 
Is it current events? Is it the history of our country? Are you, like me, a person of color, walking around this earth wondering what in the world? And when will I be a person to everyone? Are you divorced, separated, single mom, on the grind, two jobs? Did you lose your job during the pandemic? Did you lose a loved one? Did you lose your possessions? House, car, things that you need, essentials. Are you somewhere you never imagined yourself to be in a million years? Did you lose a church home? Are your children Are you on the outs with your children? Or are you still married, but it ain't good? Yeah. Check your belly. What are you harboring in there? What have you shoved deep down? What do you need to release? Aren't you tired of taking the medicine? I'm not saying stop. I have no authority to do that. But wouldn't you like to know what it's masking? Aren't you tired of food being your only friend? That time of day where you felt lonely and despondent, not a part of anything, but boy, when you order that food, oh, when you go through that drive-through or you open the door and it's delivered hires your friend the one that will not reject you aren't you tired of chewing and swallowing to try to get the pain to go away or lifting that glass one more time just to be numb just to numb your brain so that it can stop remembering. If you do not know, there is a God, there is a God who cares. And his evidence isn't in our arguments. His evidence isn't always in the way that we present him in this earth. No, we've done a lousy job representing him. And if you don't believe, then the evidence isn't even in the scriptures. Not for you. I want to tell you, as a person who came out of the dark, stepped in the light, his evidence is in your surrender. His evidence is in the falling to your knees and saying, I cannot do this on my own anymore. I cannot carry it. And I cannot fix it. Before you pick up another pill 
or eat another thing or lift that glass one more time. Why not just call out and say, I give. God, if you're there, I need you to heal me. And just sit in that moment helpless. Helpless as a little baby and cry and release. Would you give it a try? From one friend to another. I've been doing it over and over again many times in my life and it won't be your first time for some and it won't be your last time for all. Try God. Let the peace of God rule and reign in your heart. Step into his presence and surrender. I'd like to pray with you this morning, Lord Jesus. You are my absolute everything. When I'm walking in the dark and when I'm walking in the light, you are our everything. When we refuse to acknowledge you, you never refuse to acknowledge us. You said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. I will be with you always. Your word is true. You are not a man that you can lie. You are holy. And in this moment, we surrender to your holy. All the pain, all the frustration, all the anger, all the rage, all the resentment, all the disappointment, all the rejection, all the hunger, the hunger for love, the desire to be seen and cared for, we surrender it to you. Father, would you fix our broken hearts, mend our broken spirits. Would you renew us? Would you revive us? Would you breathe fresh breath into us? And teach us how to live in a fallen, broken world with you and not in our own power not in our own strength, not in our own ability. It is limited. But you, my God, most high, you are a sovereign savior with all power and all might forever and ever and ever. We give it all to you right now. Love you guys. Peace.